This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is a global original podcast. Hi, Mal. That's JK, and this is the Don't Tell Him Mum podcast. Coming up on this week's episode, we are speaking to the founder of the incredible pizza ovens, Uni. Amazing. Uh, a new feature based around box sets, and of course, JK's got new tech. Shh, don't tell him, Mum. All that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Don't Tell Him Mum podcast. So last week we that had was a, smooth. We was it actually? Yeah, it's it's getting better. Yeah, in a non patronising kind of way, it's getting <laughs> better. Four years in. <laughs> Um, we, had a, we had a massive catch-up last week. Uh, I imagine there's not much to report this week, or am I wrong? Uh, well, I don't know, really. There's always stuff to talk about. Oh, um, I had a weird one today. So Luna had a hospital appointment today. So for the very first time, I think, ever with my kids, I had to... So I dropped Noah off, and like my, my son and daughter go to the same school. So I dropped Noah off. But then I had to take Luna back out of school to go to a hospital appointment at 9.30 to take her back to school. But it's... Have you ever had to do that? It's really weird when you're taking your your own child out of school at going in school time. Yeah. I mean, I got some strange looks. People thinking, oh, they, yeah. oh, you know, but you know what I mean? Like, has he just stolen a child? Um, you know, why are they going the opposite way? I, I genuinely why got looks. Well, you know, Luna, <laughs> she, she, <laughs> she can be a little minx. But it was, it was really weird. I've never, I've never had to do that before. And we went for the, to the hospital appointment. She's fine, by the way. It's just um, like allergy stuff. And then I had to take her back in and I had to go into reception. Like, that's a bit weird as well. And then a teacher has to come and take her back to her class. Yeah. How much did she have after the appointment? Because sometimes I'm like, oh, should we keep her off? Do you? Like, did that not cross your mind? No, no, never. Yeah, no. there's sometimes like, yeah. So it's weird because the, the appointment was at 9.30 and we got to the hospital at 9. And um, the, our kids uh, at our school, they're doing a jeans for gene day, which is like a, a, yeah. good, a nice little thing for charity. For charity. And so I went to Sainsbury's. I got the kids some jeans. And, and then we went to the hospital appointment. So it worked out really, really well. <laughs> Did you get some new jeans? You've, when was the last, I bet, this is a dad thing, right? When was the last time you bought a new pair of jeans? Oh, um, well, I, I, I think it was probably when the Gap outlet was closing down. That's only because they had a massive sale on where it was 50% off the 50% sale price. Yeah. That yeah, was the exactly. last time. Here, okay, here's, no, here's a better question. When was the last time you bought a decent branded designer pair of jeans? Well, I... I actually have. I've got. I've got Levi's at the moment. But before that, I did have two pairs of Diesel jeans. Well, no, I I, I put Levi's as designer jeans. I think Levi's are probably. Yeah. I, I still think Levi's are the best. Yeah, I, yeah, I do. I think but they look great. I, you know, 
we, we go to Isle of Wight quite a lot and there's an outlet store. There's an outlet um, shopping centre just there. And uh, so that's when I get them. But I reckon I buy two pairs every two to three years. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember the last time that I bought a designer pair of jeans. I have got diesel ones and this is how tight I am. When uh, I bought these... This I is pro- how tight they are. This is how tight I... No, no, no. I no, bought them when I was 18. <laughs> Actually, completely the opposite. They were boot cut ones. So they're quite baggy. And obviously I, I bought these in the sort of late 90s, early noughties. So I, I had 12 pairs of designer <laughs> Back diesel... Back boot cut was acceptable. <laughs> Exactly. I I've got I had like twelve pairs of these designer diesel jeans. So I went to our local tailor, Taylor Ariff, at the top of the road. And uh, old Taylor Ariff he he took them all in for me and made them straight cut. So and and that's how these diesel jeans are still going. Now come on, is that tight or is that responsible recycling? That's tighter. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I did. Amazing. I, I, I genuinely think that men's jeans are it's it's an interesting subject across the board. Like we've spoken about it before. Yeah. Even just how often, how long we wear a pair of jeans before we put them in the wash. Six months at least. <laughs> Six months. Honestly, I do not like washing my jeans. I don't like the way that they go all tight and they go all. They're not comfortable anymore. And Mr. Just Levi himself, Mr. Mr. Taylor Riff, Mr. Uh, Mr. Levi himself said that he never washed his jeans. Well, yeah, but he had he had quite a lot of pairs like <laughs> to, to at his fingertips, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't running out, was he? Like he's not he's not waking up in the morning going, "Where's the bloody jeans? I've got no left. It's none in the cupboards." He opens his cupboard. There's six hundred pairs of jeans, probably. All right, fair enough. Um, yeah, yeah. The I tell you what did happen with me this week is that I had my first game as coach Al of Ted's football team, and uh, and we won six wow. two. So at the end of last season, this was so funny because at the end of last season, they didn't win a game. They were they just weren't very you know they it was new but yeah. they just didn't win a game. They got hammered like five nil every game. Anyway, this was our first game. We won 6-2. Amazing. And, um, and you know, obviously they've all played through the summer. Some of them have played through the summer, so they've all got a little bit better. But in theory, so have the other teams. So I'm not quite sure that is a reason why they're better. Anyway, I get home, I tell Jen, she goes, oh, well, how come they kept losing last year and now they're winning? And I said, well, let's have a look at this, Jen. Let's analyse this. What's different from last year to this year? Oh, yeah, a new coach. <laughs> Did she not get that? <laughs> she didn't get it. She's like, oh, no, my that God. can't be right. I was like... Say, Jen. That doesn't do us any good, does it? When when they're like, I mean, come on, think about it. I'm yeah, there now, there Jen. Must be another reason. I, I mean, can't be you, Al. Al Lasso's there. Come on. <laughs> it's so annoying, though. Give me some credit. Give me some credit, babe. Which um, which which legendary football manager do you um sort of think you are? Who do you relate to the most? What you with your Wenger? I didn't see it. I didn't see the foul. Uh, so we've got him. I reckon, I don't know, I'm a bit shouty, not shouty, but not like aggressive shouting, but I, I quite vocal. Arsene Wenger was a bit quiet on the sidelines, I think. Ferguson was the more um, vocal one. Brian yeah, Clough was a shouty, shouty. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a bit like Mourinho. <laughs> Shut up, you're not the special one. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Well, well if, you keep, if you win the league, then you, you're, all, you're getting there. You know, you would yeah, potentially mate. be. What? Okay, what's your vision? Because obviously, you need to have a vision. You need to know where where you think your side's going to be. What? What? My vision is like those films, like the Mighty Ducks or 
little giants where right. you take like this team that's lost every game yeah. in their first season and then I take over and then we're like in the playoff finals. Like, <laughs> I think it's more cool runnings where you think you're going to win. Yeah. Yeah, you, you put your best, best effort in, but it ain't going to happen. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. Um, no, I, I, what's my vision? Do you know what? I want them to have a really good time, but I do want them to have success. Yeah. You know, I want them to win a few games. What lessons will they learn? Because it's not all about winning, is it? It's about the taking part. It's mm, about... Uh, I don't know. No, I'm with you. It's all about winning. I mean, you play, you, to, win. You play to win, without doubt. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm teaching Ted this, and he takes what we say verbatim, which is most of the time pretty good, but sometimes very annoying. Um, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> like when I called Uncle Henry, my brother, a dickhead. <laughs> And he said, well, he had a dick on his head. <laughs> Is that what he actually said? Yeah, yeah he overheard this. So I was like, oh, God, I have to unpack that one with him. <laughs> anyway. Got feedback for that. No, yep. he didn't actually have a dick on his head. Yeah, it's anyway, just... He takes, yeah, yeah, yeah. he takes everything quite, um, you know, quite seriously. So I'm trying to teach him that, yeah, we want to win, Ted, but we want to have fun whilst we're trying to win. And if we don't win, then we can be a bit disappointed and next time we try harder and we learn from losing, yeah. and it's not the end of the world if we lose, but no one wants to kind of, you know, we want to play to win. So play to So we play win to win. There's no such yeah. thing as a loser. Yeah, exactly. There's exactly. only winners. So, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening to us right now that are just going, no, that's not how it works in the 21st century. It's like, yeah, no, that's how it should work. It's how it should work. <laughs> exactly. See, if you don't win, you're not coming into the house after yeah. the game, Ted. Yeah, you and you will do your next football match in just your pants because you're a exactly. disgrace. Yeah, yeah. I tell it here. Um, right. Anyway, you've got new tech, right? Shh, don't tell your mum. So this week, look, we're going to go straight into it. Um, we're going to chat to Christian. So a while back, we spoke to uh, Christian's wife, uh, Darina, and they are the co-founders of Uni, the pizza oven. So we've mentioned Uni pizza ovens on this show before, and we've talked about how amazing the pizza is. But I thought, what about if you have an Uni pizza oven and or a pizza oven in general, and you want to cook other stuff on it? Because you can actually barbecue on these things, and they do an, an amazing job. So shall we ask Christian about that? Let's do it. This is a strange one because about a year ago, we spoke to um, to Darina, who is the co-founder of Uni Pizza Ovens, which are extremely popular now. And you would have seen them, you know, on online in the high street, you know, actually quite hard to get hold of, especially during lockdown because everyone wanted to do pizzas. So co-founder, you think, who's the other half of the founders? And we're speaking to him today. So hi, Christian. Hey, how are you doing? I'm OK. So I spoke to your wife a year ago and now I speak to you. Yeah, this is fantastic. Yeah, closing closing the loop there. Yeah. Uh, I just listened to the podcast last uh, just yesterday and uh, thought it was awesome. So, oh well, really pleased to be on. Uh, Darina was fantastic, and she gave us a great insight how to uh, how it all started. So, um, if you want to re-listen to that to find out the the uni journey, which is brilliant, you basically knocked up a pizza oven in your workshop, didn't you? Yeah, no, and even less than that. Like we didn't just in our back garden. Really, it was just started as an idea that hey, you know what would be awesome is to have a comp- that pizza oven that cooks pizza in 60 seconds and um, couldn't find one in the market and decided to see if it's possible to create one from scratch so this this is where we are now about uh, almost 10 years 10 years since then 
And it, it's fair to say that Uni has totally exploded. I mean, like I said before, it was so difficult to try and get one during lockdown because we were spending more times in our in our gardens. You know, if we're lucky to have a garden, yeah. and mind you, you can do it on your you could probably do it in your patio or whatever. But we were all at home. We all wanted things to do. Yeah. We appreciated home life a bit more. And is it fair to say that pizza ovens were very hard to, to get hold of? Yeah, it has really. Things have really exploded. Even since since in the last year, things have really exploded and gone to totally different level. It's a it's a classic example of a of a sort of an overnight success ten years in the making. In in that we built an incredible foundation foundation of a community and product over the since since 2012 the launch and then. As lockdown happened, it just took it to a completely different level, through some levels even. The other day, I literally, I went into into where I work, Hart, and um, one of my very good friends, Nigel, and uh, another guy called Ben, we, we got in and we instantly said, oh, what'd you do at the weekend? And Nigel said, oh, I had a I had a pizza party. I, I got a uni for my birthday. I was like, I've got an uni. And then Ben was like, are you guys having pizza chat? I'm like, we're having pizza chat. He's like, can I join in your pizza <laughs> chat? So then, and then literally um, yesterday... We we sent pictures of our, our weekend uni experiences. So it's becoming a bit of a cult club, this. Oh, that's that's amazing to hear. No, it, it certainly does. We we see this more and more. I remember in the early days, even like a couple of years ago, when you tell people that, oh, this is what I do. I make started this company that makes pizza ovens and uh, be like, oh, that's that's really interesting. It must be really, uh, really quite, quite strange to be doing that. But no, no, it's every, like, it's not... Not that rare to actually come across people who've who've heard of us, and and that's just that's just really awesome. It's it's just says that what we're doing is is right, and it's it's uh, getting out there. So really, really awesome to hear. For those of us that have pizza ovens, we've all done the pizza. We've all got the family, the friends around. We've had a house party, or we've taken our uni pizza ovens to people's places, to friends' places, which is what I've done. But we want to yeah. take it now. The reason that we're chatting to you today is. We want to take it to the next level. So as from now, the chat about uni, uni pizza ovens is going to be talking about what you can cook in there, but not pizza. The pizza chat is over. <laughs> so, and, All right, and, we'll stay away from that. <laughs> let's, let, we, we all know you can make fantastic pizzas in 60 seconds. Genuinely, we do. So, But, but seriously, you yeah. can do other stuff in these, these uni ovens. And I mean, a lot of stuff. Uh, so many, so many things. I mean, it really, we kind of actually as a company, we sort of struggled in the beginning that we wanted to make sure that people understand that this is not just a pizza oven, but we then have since grown to know that, well, we just call it a pizza oven and people know that you can do a lot more, a lot more with these things. I'll, so I'll start with an example of what I did over the weekend. Uh, it was just the, we've got two boys, uh, 10 and 10 and almost eight. And Trina was, she's vegan. So we sometimes have a little, uh, well, we have to make some choices around what we eat. But she was out for the weekend and I bought 750 grams of uh, ribeye steak. So one big, thick piece of piece of steak. Mm. And um, that was that was our basically that was all we ate uh, on Saturday. So this was a kind of a smoked piece. So we, what we did was we had a Caro 16 with the bigger, bigger new version. Uh, coming out now, and we smoked it with with uh, little tiny pieces of oak. So we got this really slow, slow uh, burning flame in there with low temperatures. We we're trying to hit it at just 120 degrees Celsius in there, so get this very, very slow. So I cooked it for about an hour uh, to get the core temperature right, sort of medium rare, and 
took it out, let it rest for about 20 minutes. And in the meantime, got the oven so hot, like properly maxing out the temperatures. And uh, then it goes back inside for a little finishing kind of sear on, on top. And uh, the boys boys did say that it's it's the best, best thing they've ever eaten. Well rewarding there. So you can technically barbecue on your uni is what we're saying. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Like you can, you can do so many, so many things, things with them. And you know, this kind of smoking, smoking food is becoming a big thing as well. And you can definitely do this, this with an uni. And it's just about kind of controlling, and it's, it becomes a kind of a prolonged experience in that way. Like on Saturday, I was I pulled out a deck chair and just sat there with the oven and uh, had a had a beer while while the oven does its work. Kind of every 10, 15 minutes, just check the fire that we're at the right levels and not kind of with a bigger piece of meat. You really don't want to get the the temperatures even for a moment. You don't want to go too high, uh, too hot yeah. uh, with the temperatures. So because that'll, that'll ruin and, and I mean this was a 20 quid uh, 20 25 quid worth of uh, meat in there so you don't want to don't want to ruin it plus it's your dinner so um, but yeah it came out really well so um we we're talking so I've got the the huge um the the sizzle plate the big one with the the dual handle what's yeah, that yeah. one called yeah dual sided grizzler plate yes I think it's called. Yes. So that's yes. that's the one that I've I've been using, and there's there's actually a lot of recipes on the uh, the uni website, which is uni.com. So go and check that out. So just to give you a few examples of things that can be made in this grizzler. So uh, there's a lovely uh, Turkish kofta with mixed meat uh, recipe, which is on the website. Um, there's there's a lot of stuff you can do with fish. I'm I'm fish. I'm not a fish fan. My wife is also vegan, so I I hear you. Um, but yeah. there's a lot of fish stuff on there, and fish, of course, as we know on on the grill and stuff, is is wonderful. So so go and check those out. But some of the recipes that I kind of really really liked, uh, the ribeye steak with the honey butter asparagus, that looks fantastic, really nice. Oh, amazing! Uh, the barbecue potato oh, salad as well, that's on there. You can do your garlic and herb chicken skewers. Uh, lamb on the grizzler yeah. is is really nice. And again, for you know, for for the vegans among us, things like this, this courgette fritters. Obviously, you you can change the yeah. yogurt to soya yogurt and stuff. So there's lots of stuff that can be done in an uni oven when you have one of these these grizzlers. Which again, check the website to, for more details. I'm just blown away. It just and also coming up with ideas that you think, ah, I could probably do that as well in the oven. That's what yeah. I'm loving about it. No, absolutely. It's it's kind of like I mean, if you have a thing that okay, I'd like to make pancakes. You can you can make pancakes with that with that chrysler chrysler plate because it's got the kind of smooth side on the underside. Just make sure you kind of oil it really well, uh, get it hot because that that cast iron piece that holds up so much heat. Yeah, uh, that it'll just kind of make you could even heat it up in the oven and cook pancakes outside of the oven if you wanted to. But really, just get it get some pancake batter on it, uh, flip them around. And that's awesome. I'm one of my. I'm quite simple with my my recipes, often. But just uh, just cauliflowers, little tiny cauliflower florets, and uh, and uh, oil and garlic, and um, it's that that kind of thing works really really well. What is next yeah. for Uni? I heard you mention a, a sixteen. Was it a sixteen inch pizza oven? Because now I found this is what I found, Christian, is that. Yeah. When people are having their pizza parties and they've got friends and family coming around, it's quite difficult just yeah. to nail one pizza and then because you because the the chef, i.e., me and you, we're there forever. Yeah. We're not socialising, so surely a, a bigger pizza oven is is definitely on the cards, isn't it? 
Yeah, no, absolutely. So we've got the the big brother of Karu 12, the Karu 16, as it's called, uh, which has a 17-inch um, stone inside. So this is this is replacing Unipro 16, which we've had for years now. It's just a really nicely upgraded upgraded model with a beautiful sort of powder coated finish and this gorgeous glass in the front. So when you've got food cooking there, whether it's pizza or it's a it's a uh, your roast meat for Sunday roast, uh, you can see the food inside it as it cooks through this gorgeous uh, silicate glass. Nice. And an integrated thermometer as well, so you know exactly what temperature you're cooking at at any given any given time. So it really takes the guesswork guesswork out of those bigger, longer, longer cooks. Hang on a second. Um, are, you, so, are, you t- are you telling me that my my thermometer gun is not used anymore? Because that's one of my favourite things. It, no, don't worry. It won't replace that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's so much so much fun that there are thermometer. <laughs> Absolutely. Nothing's going to take that away. Good, good. Don't take my gun thermometer away. Don't. No. don't. And you've got Absolutely the you've got not. the Coda sixteen, which is the gas power one as well, haven't you? Yeah. So if you're just purely gas and you're really focused on okay, we want to make predominantly want to make pizzas, uh, then I think Coda sixteen is is a is a really awesome awesome product there to to use that. Uh, that also with the with the dual sided crystal plate or the uh, scissor plates and these cast iron pieces, great for great for making these kind of high temperature fast baked uh, steaks. Uh, but yeah, we've got a we've basically got an oven for every every need uh, for you. So uh, if you if you love camping, if you really want to make make sure you can take your oven with you to your friend's place or whatnot, then uh, I think Caro Twelve or Fire Ice is awesome for that. Uh, but if you if you just want to have this station in your back backyard or back garden uh, for cooking pizzas one after another or whatever is it you it is you cook, uh, then I think Caro sixteen Corner uh, sixteen is gonna be it's gonna be the one to one to go for. And also talking about camping, and if you are going with you know family friends, mm-hmm. um, as you mentioned, if you do get like the twelve inch uh, pizza oven, there is actually a carrying case, isn't there? You can get like a carrier bag for that, yeah. so you can just literally throw it over your back into the forest, cook a pizza, put it back in the bag, obviously when it's cooled down, and back home you Let go. So you, you can you and can be you at go, one yeah. with the wilderness. No, abs- yeah, absolutely. Like it's so so convenient. You just I wish I'd had that. We, so we were in uh, in Sky with the kids. Uh, I lost Sky last autumn a year ago. And I didn't bring the carry case, so I had to carry Karu under my arm for <laughs> 30, 35 minutes from the back from the car to this distant beach that was really really quite far away. But it was all worth it. We made some pizzas there. It was really awesome. This crystal clear blue water, oh. beautiful day on the west coast of Scotland on Isle of Sky. It's just gorgeous gorgeous day out well I, I follow your wife on instagram and I'll, I'll check you out as well but what i love to hear is that you are you're kind of practicing what you preach you know being at one with nature putting the uni oven underneath your your arm and taking it into the wilderness in the isle of sky i mean that's that's what it was all about wasn't it that's where the dream sort of started that's that's it yeah we really i mean going back to the very origin origin of uni was that we didn't want to build a big permanent fixture into someone else's garden so we're renting at the time and just wanted to enable this kind of experience of creating awesome food experiences wherever you are and uh, yeah that's that's where it started and we definitely lift that lift that every day well um, it's been lovely chatting to you and hopefully at some point when i'm when i'm up in scotland or even when you're in london i'm actually kent based so um we should we should definitely oh, meet up you? and grab a beer or something 
uh, yeah, you're more than welcome to come and swing by and I'll make some pizzas and beyond. No pressure for you there, Christian. No pressure. (laughs) (laughs) The founder is going to make me a pizza. All right. Get ready, everyone. I'm Instagramming this. Let's see how good it is. (laughs) Let's let's put me on trial. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Lots of love to Darina. Thank you, Christian. And um, we will speak soon. Don't forget uni.com if you want to see any of the pizza ovens. The recipes there, if you already have an uni, please go and check them out because you can do so much more than pizzas with with the oven. Trust me, go and check it out. Uh, Take care, mate. Hey, Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. Good. Well, uh, I know that you you love camping and stuff like that. You know, Christian mentioned that he when he first you know when he was inventing like the uni pizza oven, he wanted to do something where he could a small enough oven that he could just throw on his back in in like they've got holders, but throw them on his back, go into the woods and cook a pizza. You love this sort of yeah, stuff. Love it, and that is a game changer, mm. especially with the van. Stick yeah. in the van. Is the van still going? Because. Well, it's just gone through an MOT. Did it go through an MOT? No, it failed an MOT, and then I had to pay £500 for it to go through an MOT. Oh, no. Okay, how many miles has it done now? 6,227, yeah? 330,000. Amazing. I know, I take the piss, but it is amazing. It's still going. It's amazing, right? Yeah. 330,000 miles, and it costs 500 quid to get it through an MOT. I'm sorry. That's madness. And if if you're interested... Those components are, like... Crafted by like wizards. It's a, Merlin. It's a VW. It's a, it's a VW Transit, isn't it? Yeah, transporter. Transporter. Sorry, VW Transporter. They 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 just keep going, don't they? My, my mate's got one. They just keep going and going yeah. and going. Fantastic. I reckon it would survive a nuclear holocaust. Like what? it would just be like if if there was any ever if, if there was any risk of going into some sort of war, I'll just get in the van. Just I would be all right, family. <laughs> get in the van, save yourself. Just be sat there, like, like watching everything go like fall apart around us. We'd be like, we're fine. This is bombproof. <laughs> Next week we're going to be chatting to uh, the cast. So uh, uh, the cast, well, two members of the cast of the Lion King musical in London at the Lyceum Theatre. So we're going to be chatting to Mufasa, who is played by Sean Escoffrey, who is incredible. His backstory is amazing as well. And um, a new member of the cast that only joined in July this year, we're chatting to Simba as well. So we're going to be chatting to them about the musical, about the Lion King in general. And the reason that they're coming on as well is that if you haven't seen The Lion King, the musical, it is the ultimate family theatre experience. So that's why we're doing it on this podcast. Um, so we'll do that next week. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure. Ooh, it's as been a pleasure, always, has it? Yeah, it has been a pleasure. Um, we'll stay, please do rate us, uh, review, uh, stars, follow, like, share, comment. All of that because, um, yeah, it's a massive help for us. We just love hearing from you, the listeners. And, um, yeah, tell all your friends. Just go start listening to the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast because it's the best thing in the world. And if you need any support, if you're a dad and you feel like you don't have a community, go to thedadsnet.com and uh, there is help there if ever you need it or if you just want to chat to other dads that I guarantee have been through whatever you're going through. All right, so just trust me on this. It's a very safe space and it's it's a lovely space. Uh, Thedadsnet.com if you want to check that out. Right, until next week.